So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Today, we are talking about the surprising silver lining of rejection. I know you might be thinking, Sathya, how could there be anything good about rejection, being rejected, experiencing rejection? And I'm going to tell you how in a really, really interesting way. Um, Before we get into that, I did want to just mention like a huge thank you to those of you who have been supporting me with the book. It is available for pre-order now. I'm not going to talk tons about it. You're going to hear more about it closer to the release date, which is less than a month away now. That's kind of crazy. But thanks to those of you who have supported. And if you really, um, you know, if you really just want to be part of the launch and and help us kind of kick it off with a bang, you can join my book army. Uh, There's a way for you to do that on my website. You just have to look for it. It's kind of in fine print, but it is there. And uh, the book army gets some extra perks. And, um, and they get extra points in heaven, I'm sure one day when, uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I can't promise any extra points in heaven. But, um, but I, uh, I just think, um, yeah, if you want to be part of our, uh, our launch team, uh, that would mean the world to me. Today, we're going into this, uh, the silver lining of rejection. And th- this subject came up recently. I, I think rejection is one of the hardest things people go through. And I think what's just as hard as rejection, if not harder, is the fear of rejection. It is just almost comical how much the fear of rejection stops people from getting the help they need, you know, and and doing the things in life they're called to do because of this fear of what if I fail? What if I get rejected? Um, uh, One of my, an old, old mentor um, said that abandonment is the root of all roots. Abandonment is the root of all roots. And that what, what he was kind of getting at is that our fear of abandonment drives a lot of our behavior. And if we were totally secure and confident that we would not be abandoned or rejected, then we would probably live very healthy lives, regulated, tempered, and marked by good decision making. But the reality is we don't often have that experience. We grow up fearful of abandonment. Um, and I think that the fear of rejection is closely intertwined. It's kind of like, if you reject me, then we're disconnected or then I'm abandoned. And I, and I think that often undergirds a lot of the, the fears and qualms around the topic of rejection. Um, it was really interesting with this particular client who, who was sharing about rejection recently, you know, and um, I forget now the exact context. I don't know if it was fear of being rejected in a kind of dating scenario or if it was at work or I forget what it was, but we, we were sort of just kind of getting into it. You know, um, why, why, why is the fear of rejection there? What are you actually afraid of? And it sort of dawned on me that the way we perceive rejection often reveals how we perceive ourselves. And that is the surprising silver lining. So I think you should write that down if you're in a place to do it. If you're driving, you know, just be cool. 
eyes on the road, but, uh, but if you can, just make a note of this. How we perceive rejection reveals how we perceive ourselves. Um, I'm going to use myself as an example. I think dating is a very relatable experience for guys, whether you're single right now or you're married. We all remember those days. And um, I got hurt pretty bad in my first serious relationship. And I kind of purposed that I wasn't going to date again for a while. And that when I dated next, it was going to be serious. I didn't want to just do this game and chase down the hot girls. And, um, you know, I, I just I hated the whole game of it. And I realized that my approach to dating, which was sort of gamifying the experience, is kind of what contributed to me getting into a situation where I got burned pretty bad. So, again, that was just me taking some some ownership for my part in the matter and saying, all right, I'm not going to do this again. I'm going to be patient. And it, it, again, took me a while, but once I had finished ministry school and I was starting to work as a pastor and, you know, I was just reaching that stage of life where I was, I was ready to seriously consider a relationship again. And so went on on a few dates and, um, you know, you just, you look through the world differently, right? You see somebody attractive and you feel a connection with them. You start to think about like, could I ask this person out? Do we have potential? Are they giving any clues that they're into me? And, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. And I, I really, um, in previous seasons, had this huge fear of rejection. And even when I got into that relationship uh, where I did get burned, I had this fear of rejection that was driving a huge part of it. You know, I was um, afraid to put myself out there, a few, a few, afraid to be my true self in the relationship. I was kind of scared that if she saw my true colors, she would reject me. And when I look back now, what I realize is that I actually had insecurities that caused me to reject myself, you know, because I wasn't muscular. I wasn't like your prototypical alpha male. Um, I had judged myself for, you know, not being like super experienced in the dating arena and she had dated a bunch. And so I felt like, oh, I don't have all the moves and I don't have all the games. And, um, you know, she had been a little bit more active uh, physically in relationships and I hadn't. So I felt really inadequate. And I basically the relationship exposed all these areas where I had disqualified myself because I thought, yeah, because I don't have these things, I don't have as much to offer or I'm not as much of a man. You can kind of fill in the blank. And the, those insecurities sort of were, were masked and eventually um, soothed by her acceptance of me in the relationship. But then when we broke up, they all kind of came to the surface again. And it was like, oh, I'm not man enough. I'm not this enough. I'm da 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 da. And it wasn't really about her rejection or her mistreatment of me, although that was a, a problem and that was difficult. It was actually more about how I perceived myself because when your view of vision of yourself is solid, when it's founded on Christ, it's you know endorsed by the love and unconditional acceptance of God, then rejection still hurts. It's not that you don't feel it, but it doesn't change the way you perceive yourself. It doesn't cause you to doubt yourself or, or you, you maybe dip in that pool for a moment and suddenly realize what you're doing and you snap out of it. This is sort of the mark of healthy identity, of a true inner strength, you know, a true strength of self. And it's sort of the goal. It's the, kind of the vision I want to cast for you because if you do find that you're afraid of rejection or that you don't take rejection very well, that's, that's your goal. That's your target. And you're not going to get there overnight, but you can actually actively take steps towards that goal to get there in a, a pretty decent amount of time. 
So for me, by the time I asked out Shaloma, who's my wife now, by the time I was in that stage, I was at a place where I could put myself out there. And I, I still, of course, had this thing in me that was like, I really hope you say yes. But if you say no, I'm going to be okay. It, it was just that comfortability with myself that said, you know what? If you reject me or if you say no, that's okay. I think it's your loss, actually. But that's okay. And I'm going to move on and I'll find somebody who sees the value here. And that, that's the place you can get to as well. Now, if, if that kind of a scenario feels distant for you, you know, it feels a little bit out of reach, um, I want to just give you a, a really simple tool that you can use today to evaluate, you know, how you view yourself and are you in a position where you could handle some rejection? And if you're not, what are some things you can do? Now, um, I wanted to start by saying that if you've experienced rejection lately, the fears, insecurities, and thoughts that have arisen reveal how you perceive yourself more than anything else. It is so easy. It is so easy to say, oh, they shouldn't have done that. They're wrong. That person's bad. Da, 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 da. Like you can fill in your blank. It's so easy to do that. But it's rarely the case and it's rarely useful. Usually somebody's rejection simply unveils our insecurities. And if you can start there, like stop the blame game and instead get a hold of what are the perceptions surfacing that you have towards yourself and take ownership of them. Really good starting point. Number two, let's get specific. What, what are your, what are your perceptions? Like, Oh, they reject me because they don't think I'm qualified enough. You know, that's one of my, honestly, that's one of the insecurities I have to work through. And I've actually worked through quite well, um, the last little bit in this space, because there's people who are more educated than me and, um, you know, they've been around longer than me, so they've helped more people. And, you know, there's all kinds of different um, insecurities that I have to work through. And really, all it reveals is how I've judged myself. Because I don't know that people out there are thinking that. And even if they were thinking it, which they probably aren't, but even if they were, um, it, it doesn't matter. The truth is I'm, I am qualified to help people get free of porn. I have my own experience. I've gone to school for it. Um, I've pastored people through the problem and I have a system with a track record, you know, and it's just, again, I have to remind myself of the truth so that I, I am continually staying in uh, a healthy perception of myself, one that is aligned with how God perceives me. That's really what this is about. So if you're struggling, um, number one, take ownership of it. Okay. Number two, and this is actually, it, it's just a simple two-step process. Number two is you need to learn how to accept yourself. So I don't know what that means for you. Um, I don't know if that means that you, when you, you know, experience no from somebody or you get a mistake or you experience a mistake rather that you just kind of sit in it and you let God love you in those moments. Maybe it means that when rejection comes up and you notice your responses, you just take a deep breath and you remind yourself of the truth. Maybe it means that you look yourself in the mirror every day and you speak affirmations over yourself. We call that mirror therapy in our community. There's no right or wrong here, but there's lots of different ways to accept and love yourself. And the most impactful ways are going to be those that involve God, because God is the only person who can love you perfectly and accept you unconditionally. And if you are able to, to wrap up your self-worth and your self-acceptance with 
God's perception of you and his unconditional love towards you, you become a powerhouse. You become really, really solid. And that's what I want for all of you. I, I want you to be so strong and so secure in yourselves that the curveballs and the rejections and the catastrophes of life might impose difficulty and they might cause pain, but they don't cause you to question yourself. That's what I long for every single one of you. And I know it's possible, but you have to learn when, when you do experience rejection and those alarm bells go up and the, the, the perceptions and the self judgments shoot to the surface. You gotta lean in. You gotta pay attention. Where is this coming from? Why is this here? And what is the truth? And the better you get at handling rejection, the better it reveals how confident and how secure you are in yourself. So that's everything for today, guys. It's just a little nugget, a little pearl of wisdom to say, hey, if you're experiencing rejection somewhere along the way, channel it, leverage it, use it to reveal the areas where you still haven't loved and accepted yourself and then do something about it. Take some steps today so the next time you're in a similar scenario and you experience rejection, your response is superior. It's stronger. It's better. And you're healthier as a result. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. Have an incredible day. I'll talk to you very soon. Take care, guys. Much love. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your podcast platform. Now, I want to take this final moment to invite you to something that I'm really excited about, our deep clean VIP community. Here's the deal. We saw that in this space of manhood, sexuality, and faith, there are a lot of unasked questions. They range from relationships to sex to male anatomy, calling, career, and everything in between. We create a deep clean VIP for men like you who want regular coaching from me, VIP access to our podcast guests where you get to interact with some of the world's leading experts in men's health, a monthly seminar, and a community of men from around the world pursuing success in life and integrity in sexuality. Deep Clean VIP provides answers to your deepest questions, hope for a full recovery, and the necessary tools to make that full recovery a reality. If you're ready to take things to the next level, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for Deep Clean VIP at www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. The link is in the show notes, but let me give it one more time. That's www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.